Meseches Pea, Perches, Mishnah Gimel, 8.3. The Mishnah continues on, um, giving illustrations of scenarios where the Baal is or isn't believed when he sells you food, based on the principle that if his claim is plausible, we believe him, and if it's implausible, we don't believe him, we treat what he sells um, you as demai, which would need further tithing out of doubt, as we'll explain later. The Mishnah says, Ne'eman alachitin ve'ne'eman alakemach lolapas. The Ani is believed if he claims that this wheat that I got is wheat that I received as Maeser Ani. That's what the Barthner learns. We're talking about Maeser Ani here. Um, many others, Tosiontov, etc., learn it's equally applicable to Pea, Leket, and Shecha. So here the mission says, Neman al-Achitin, if the Ani claims that he received this raw wheat as is, as Maeser Ani, he's believed, Ve'ne'emanin al-Akemech pas. If he claims, however, that he received a gift of Maeser Ani in the form of raw wheat or in the form of a baked bread, he's not believed because that's not the normal way in which a person would give Maeser Ani. The normal way to do it would be to give the raw food stuff and let the Ani deal with it himself. The sheet of the bartender will be that what we're looking for is a plausible claim. And therefore, the point of the mission here is if he claims he received it as processed grain, we don't believe him because the normal way for uh, Baal to give his Maeser Ani would be as unprocessed. However, if the Ani claims, I received this as raw grain, but I processed it myself into flour or into uh, bread so I could uh, reap the extra economic benefits of putting in my own labor and get more money, and then he would be believed. The mission continues in a similar fashion. He's believed if he is presenting you with raw, unprocessed rice, but if it's already processed rice, uh, meaning it's now white rice or it's already cooked rice, then he's not believed uh, similarly because that's not the way in which Balhabayas would give the gift of Maeser Ani. Barthana has two pshatam on exactly what the word Saora Shalora means. Saora, it's a strange turn of phrase because Saora is barley and Orez is, is rice. So it means literally something like uh, the, I don't know, the barley of rice. doesn't make sense exactly. So he gives two pshatam, both are similar. Um, in principle. The first is that it's rice still inside, you know, unthreshed rice. So it's rice grain still inside the stalks of rice. And the second shot is it's actually been threshed, so it's no longer, the rice no longer in the stalks, uh, but it's still whole grain rice, meaning it hasn't yet been further hulled to remove the, the endosperm, that brown stuff around the white rice. Um, because again, that process of, re- of removing the, the, the husk around the, the hull, around the Rice is a lot of work and it doesn't make economic sense why a farmer or balabias would do that work and give his already worked and processed grain into the ani when he could just easily give it to him in raw, unprocessed format. The mission continues on. Ne'eman ala pol. An ani would believe, be believed if he claims he got this bean in its unprocessed format. But ve'ein ne'emanen ala grisin. He wouldn't be believed if, if he claims he received this these beans as as a bean paste already ground up, and that's how he received it to the Maeser Ani, he, he would not be believed. Whether it's raw, uncooked bean paste, or if it's even cooked bean paste, either way, he's certainly not believed, um, because normally a person would rather, even if he had already, let's say, for example, uh, ground or cooked his, his beans, the bean paste, and now he realizes he didn't give Maeser Ani, uh, he still wouldn't give um, that cooked bean paste or the processed beans to the ani. Instead, he'd go back to his pantry and get raw, 
beans he has for storage since he has other ones normally um, that he wouldn't process. So again, he would give that instead because then let the Ani do the work instead of giving from his own work. Ne'eman al-Hashemen, the Ani is believed to say that oil, lomar shal ma'isar anihu, if he says the oil is ma'isar ani, that is believed um, because it's quite normal for the farmer to process his olives and then give from the process olives, the oil that came from the process to the ani as ma'isar ani. Ve'ne'eman in alav lomar shal nikofu. But he's not believed if he claims that the other way around compared to the previous clause of the Mishnah, that he got these as raw olives, but then processed them himself. The reason why is, the reason why is because when it comes to grain or rice, beans, etc., so it's normal to receive them in a the raw format, and then it makes economic sense to make single batches as a poor person um, into bread or paste, flour, etc. Um, however, when it comes to producing olive oil, there's only an economy of scale that makes sense. It's a big process. It requires you know, heavy machinery of the time of the Mishnah, meaning a, a full olive press, etc. And it doesn't make any economic sense for a person to take, you know, a cup full of olives and turn them into olive oil. It just makes no sense. And Ani wouldn't have resources to do it anyways because you'd need a full press, etc. And therefore, the normal thing to do was to give the Ani his Meister Ani from the olive harvest in the form of olive oil so you can use it. Uh, but if you claim, oh, I went and uh, these are zese nikuf, these are olives that I banged off the trees and then processed them and made them into olive oil, that is implausible and therefore we would not believe him. And therefore, if he sold it to us, in all these cases, when we don't believe him, it means we, we purchase the food stuff, we treat it as demai, and we do certain uh, tithes again out of doubt.